0: This is the Endless Ranter's Podcast. Podcast.
1: Make up your mind. Decide to walk with me. Good evening, Endless Rainers. Welcome back for episode 115 of your Endless Rainers podcast. Thanks for watching, listening, and subscribing. We truly appreciate the support. My name is Chris, and I'm one of your hosts for the evening. I'm joined by the one and only Robbie Spotlight. What up, Robbie?
2: What up, homies?
1: What up to you, my homie? And then there is the man with the planets, producer Manny. What's going down, mole man?
0: Peace, King. Good to be here.
1: Peace to you, my. King. You're also my king. <laughs> I mean Yeah. I think, that, I think that's the best. That's the best. If I have to also, you know, dress you as royalty. I will. That's what I will. You're also my king. Yeah. So let's say tonight. Last week, we had a special crossover event with Coop and Russ from the two grumpy bastards podcast, right? You can check them out everywhere. Always a great time. So uh, tonight's show, we're gonna we got a couple weeks actually of life to catch up on for your boys here. Manny has a tale and uh, air quotes has a new segment he wants to announce. I'm still fascinated right. by this Brittany Griner situation. Not really her, you know. I mean, she's American. She needs just come back. But like the trade, like the trade, like this proposed trade for the arms dealer.
0: You've been hung up on this ever since. I really summer, have
1: been. No. I'm fascinated by this. I'm fascinated at just that. Uh, checks a lot of curiosity, like interests boxes for me, if right. I, if I may. Uh, and then it, it kind of touches on the Deshaun Watson situation. You know, that's uh, another crazy, uh, just bizarre world thing going on. And then we'll talk about news. I've got to, I've wanted to talk about this topic for a while. Maybe I have it a little bit, but like where people get their news, news analysts, uh, analysts, yeah, news analysts or an- analysis analysis. Uh, like who you listen, you know, like where are you to get your news, like in the morning or whatever. Maybe people get their news from like actual cable news or just what they hear throughout the day through pop culture, whatnot, other podcasts. So curious about that. But uh, last week, follow up. Special thanks again to Coop and Russ of the Two Grumpy Bastards podcast, where you can you can find that anywhere you get your podcasts. Uh, always great to talk to those guys.
2: They were very Absolutely. bastardly.
1: They were such bastards. (laughs) They're supposed to be though.
2: You know? Yeah. Yeah. They're on brand moniker.
0: Yeah.
1: Any memorable takeaways though? I have, I have many and we've talked about them a few of them over the, over the last week or so.
0: Oh man. I mean, there's so many great one-liners that Coop was responsible for and Russ. So just that alone. And it was a bit more of a lengthy episode. We try to keep it to like hour, hour and a half. Most.
1: Yeah, so, I think when you get like, you know, I think when you get access to guys like that, honestly, like that's why I think their podcast is good is like guys that have actually like been through, lived. Yeah, they've been through higher education. They've been through basic training. They've been through officer school. They've been officers. They've taught it. They've actually fought, you know, they've, you know, they've, uh, you know, been in the thick of things. So I think they offer kind of a unique perspective. Um uh, yeah, I always value that, you know, whether I agree with it a hundred percent or not, just uh, yeah, really, really value that. And, uh, you know, a lot of people watch cable news, you know, on topic uh, and you see guys on news that, yeah, they've got all the, you know, the, you know, the rank or whatever, and, and they're on the news channel, but you don't really know if they've, you know, what their story is all, all the time. So being able to talk to guys like that is great. Yeah. Even about basic stuff, not even not just about politics, but just about movie, entertainment, whatnot, culture.
0: Oh, actually, thank you for t- you reminding me that I was really taken by surprise. Uh, was it Coop's love for Battleship of all movies?
1: Oh yeah, I think it's fun. I, <laughs> I mean, I I got to think that that nostalgia part at the end, right, where they have the old veterans, old nah. Navy vets, like operating the destroyers, that <laughs> that's got to that's got to score some points, you know.
0: I think I just avoided it because I knew it was directed by Bay Michael Bay. So yeah,
1: oh, it was. I mean, it was ridiculous. I mean, no doubt, no doubt, ridiculous.
2: um Did your but, your Bay uh directed it? <laughs> yeah.
1: It was. It was. It, it really was. I mean, but I don't know. It's just fun. It was like one of those movies that's just fun to watch, right?
0: I guess so. Just being too harsh on it. Also, just because it's like it's a board game. Like, what could. So I was just kind of like, you know what?
2: Fuck uh, it. Who cares? I mean you know, Rihanna was in it, and I yeah, she's pretty, but I'm like, eh, I don't believe it.
1: Rihanna was in it because they were like, if 10% of her followers watch oh, the movie, yeah. <laughs> we'll yeah, break yeah, even.
2: Yeah. Well, that's why Ashanti <laughs> we'll break was in even. Yeah. some movies back in the you know early 2000s. and you know, yeah. Ja Rule DMX.
1: Yeah, that the, I mean it was like a uh a a crazy departure for a board game because they were, they took a lot of liberties, you know what I mean? (laughs) Really? Yeah. I guess there were ships and I guess in battleships and you're, you're (laughs) trying to destroy something else in the water. Yeah. There are coordinates you're trying to hit, but wow. Yeah. Very. I mean, I don't even know, Uh, you know, a a hair's thread uh, connection to the actual board game, just that there were battleships in it. So
0: Actually, uh, there's, all this discussion this yeah got me wondering what what a Jumanji directed by Michael Bay look like.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's I all saw that's the missing. latest
0: one. I heard I the things I, about it.
1: That's the one with the Rock, maybe,
0: and mm-hmm. Jack Black, and a few others. Yeah, yeah.
1: I don't know. But anyway, yeah, a big thanks to those guys to Grumpy Bastards podcast. It's a good sure. one. It's a good one. Learn a lot from those guys. Yeah. So
0: support the show. Go buy some of their merch as well.
1: Uh, you know, they have they have strong opinions, but they always back it up. You know what I mean? You can't really. Uh, yeah, can't really take it away from them. So anyway. So like I said, we had uh, guests last week. So we have a couple weeks of life to catch up on Manny. You had a tale. You said
0: yeah I do
1: and you I do. Eve I mean, we haven't heard from you. we've only heard from you a little bit last week and then you were out the last, the, the previous two. so uh what's true? Up? What's uh, up, how you been?
0: Just it's been a few steady weeks of work these uh okay. yeah, you know one one of the co-workers is on vacation, the other one's out out sick, so it's just like you know picking up extra ships all over the place. And one of those happened to be the farmer's market that just happened on. Well, that was supposed to happen on Sunday. Taking it, tying it into last week's episode, how the two grumpy bastards were talking about civil unrest and how how ugly a a civil Mm -hmm. war national divorce would have would actually be. So I show up at the market. I set up. I go take a quick. Walk around the block for, you know, a little smoke break before the action, before the market opens. As I'm walking around, uh gunshots ring
1: out. Oh, damn. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was like, and granted, I was really stoned. So I was just like, it's kind of early for them Hold to up. be filming a movie. You were stoned?
1: You didn't yeah. realize it. You, you didn't realize you were in someone else's car. No. <laughs> You're in a police cruiser.
0: <laughs> How to get in here, man? I think this weed just kicked in uh yeah what city dude, is this now what this, this is the is
1: farmer's a, market in in hollywood hollywood okay yeah and you're setting up dairy products for the company you work for
0: yeah well the van was there because it has to stay in there otherwise it'll spoil but i set mm-hmm. up you know the little display the tent the table prices etc and it's literally up the street from the cinerama dome so like you're in the heart of hollywood And uh, that's why I was thinking maybe they were filming something. Granted, it was 7.45 in the fucking morning. So I did find it a bit odd. So I'm walking back to the van and I take a side street that's part of the market. And the same alleyway where I heard the gunshots ring off, they weren't letting the market staff, they weren't letting people walk through. They're like, I'm sorry, there's a situation. You have to go back the other way. And that's when it just like clicked. It's like, oh, some shit's going down. Great. So walk back to the van. I'm just chilling there. I make a few sales, and then one of the staff members walking around is like, "I'm sorry, we're going to have to suspend all sales. All customers, please make your way to the exits." And then maybe two minutes later, they're like, "Yeah, vendors, back it up," and
2: just booked it after that. So, so you backed it up to the to the van. Oh, and- I backed
0: that raw ass up for sure.
2: Well, damn, what man. Wounded?
0: Yeah, so man.
1: In the end, what 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 happened?
0: I don't know dude so like
1: some beef was... between organic farmers like <laughs> one of
0: the not vendors beef. looked at the other one uh in the wrong like, way and you're not, having... you're not
1: 100% you're not 100 organic yeah. you're 99% uh, organic
2: <laughs> you vegans folk. versus uh versus carnivores
1: yeah man so just what it's, it's just an everyday rundown. I mean you know gang I mean just cuz you're in the bloods of the crips doesn't mean you don't enjoy fresh food you know like fresh produce and uh organic you know, grass-fed beef.
0: Right. You know? I think this might have been just like more, you know, higher-end gangsters like Bloods and the Crips. Like, I think I hipster hipster gangsters. Maybe. Oh well. Okay. well sure. I mean,
1: just because you're, you know, running the rackets and <laughs> organized crime, gambling and whatnot, doesn't mean you don't enjoy fresh produce and and organic <laughs> grass-fed meat, beef.
0: Yeah, dude. So. You know what um, I mean? Yeah, be careful out there, people. Just because it's a nice nice, uh, farmer's market doesn't mean that it's safe.
1: (laughs) Just because you're a union leader in, uh, you know, waste management (laughs) doesn't mean you don't like, uh, anyway, fresh milk. Right. Well, I'm glad you're okay. Same, man. So you didn't bother to like Google or, you know, like do any kind of like. So why not?
0: The way I approach things is like, okay. That was crazy. No one was was hurt, as far as I know. Oh, and yeah, as I was leaving, like the, the as far police as you I, know,
1: <laughs> the police. So basically, you're saying no one you knew,
0: as far as I oh, care. it
1: really it really comes down to <laughs> no one you knew personally got hurt. So I know
0: that I said that wrong. Uh, you know, none of the market employees. I don't know who like because it sounded like it might c- came from one of the buildings and like there was mm-hmm. tons of buildings around there. I don't know who's living in which ones because there's like a lot of high-end loft condos apartments for rents there. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh I didn't look up what happened afterwards just because I thought just being in the middle of something like that was just uh In my mind, you know, crazy enough. enough, That's enough. That's enough. I don't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you're like, you're like one of those guys, like you're okay with like a cliffhanger ending to a movie. (laughs) I mean, the the wild
0: ride that it was leading up to that. Why not? Yeah. You're
1: like, I'm okay with the experience. I don't need to know if they, uh, you know, if they died or they got married or whatever, you know,
0: or whose son that truly belonged to, you know, it's just, it happened. No one was hurt. We're here speaking about it another day, you know, time to move on. Well, not time to move on. Just,
1: well, yeah,
0: I just took the best of, you know, what happened. And it's just like, I feel like it would just cloud my head. It's just like something to just linger more and more mm-hmm. that just shouldn't be lingering.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, your lack of need to know is, is clouding my head right now. So, you know, <laughs> you know I, I, I admire that, you. I admire that about you though.
0: <clears throat> and I, that makes me sound like I'm, Cold or calluses. Kind of, I'm not. Yeah. It's just, there's <laughs> no, already just plenty with you. going yeah, around like, in the world. There's, that-
1: a, there's a million in, in the walk back to your, you know, in the drive back home. It's like there's a million other things that happen that are just like, what the hell is going on? There's
2: another shooting problem. Plus, you
1: live, you know, you live in, you know, Hollywood and Los Angeles area. So there's all kinds of like, uh, there's always, yeah, there's all kinds down, of like dude. mysterious stuff going on. Yeah. So I remember that being out there. Well, you Last were involved time. in the shooting. Uh, I mean, nah, I can't comment on that. Um, no, okay. but I remember like driving around and like seeing all these homeless encampments, and uh, you know, being like, "Man, I wonder." And that that looks like it took some time to build. You know and I mean, I wonder what the story of that is. You know. Some well, people look at out. the Hearst Castle, you know, the Hearst Mansion, you know, and they're like, whoa, I wonder how long that took to make. I look at the homeless encampments like I wonder if they have carpet inside.
0: It's the Hearst Castle equivalent.
1: Like, because you could have a really shitty looking like homeless sh- tent on the outside. But if you had like fresh pillows and in, in inside and like fresh blankets.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I don't know. You know, could deal with that for a night, <clears throat> maybe a plant. That was another question I had when I was driving around there. It was like, uh, maybe they have a plan inside. You know what I mean? Like what's, because what's to keep them from stealing a plant from someone's patio or the front they of a business?
0: Built their house mm-hmm. around the plant. It's I just mean, like, check out this interior decor.
1: Yeah, for okay. sure. That's what I'm. Okay. Sweetheart.
2: <laughs> okay, okay. okay. It's, a, it's okay. <laughs> we're we're going to get the, you know, family market, you know, yeah, in know a, dude.
1: aggressive, aggressive affection mode. Yeah. <laughs> hey, close that door, would you? Thank you, sweetie. Night. Night. Close the door behind you. Sorry. Uh, we're talking about something.
2: <clears throat> we're talking about the homeless. Uh, you know. Oh, the yeah, homeless. They, and, yeah, yeah. They, probably, I'll
1: stop talking about that. Chris, Chris,
2: to... uh, Skidrow wasn't born. Wasn't created in a day. What was that Rome quote?
1: Skidrow fell on you, day. not on me. No. <laughs> <laughs> You had a you had a good quote on that a long, you had a good a take on a, a mix up on that a while back yeah yeah uh, I, I forgot if it was the...
2: yeah I forgot it was gentrification or some something I don't know
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know yeah but yeah don't let Skid Row fall on you yeah yeah
2: yeah Rome wasn't so, built on a day in a day
1: yeah I don't even know how there we got go. talking about this stuff
2: L A all the craziness oh yeah, yeah that's
1: right Law, uh, yeah Manny had a um, near death experience I guess well you know
2: adjacent not really near death
1: okay
0: near death adjacent
1: it made you think about other you know
0: yes exactly somebody
1: maybe somebody had a near-death experience exactly in in your vicinity so
0: and having been through one of those myself it's just like i hope they they live through this all right and i hope they make it through all this
1: yeah yeah or r.i.p. yuppie organic farmer
2: uh, Whoa! Uh, Monkey's uncle says Skid Row's been around since the '20s. Probably, probably not our Skid Row. Not our Skid Row. The band. I don't think the that, neighborhood.
1: Is Skid Row with Sebastian Bach. Yes, that, that's yeah. Skid Row, right? Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. Sebastian probably looks hot from behind with all that long blonde hair. You think he's probably like a hot woman, but he's he's not. Oh, okay. Yeah, with those skinny legs yeah he probably tricked legs
1: he probably tricked a lot of people back in the 80s 90s oh yeah
2: those hair those hair bands metal guys they they didn't they always skipped leg day yeah because they fit in those really tight jeans yeah yeah
1: so manny i'm glad you're alive thank you sir Uh, so what other life catch-ups i've been busy it's been a busy couple weeks we had uh as I showed you guys some pictures, my we dropped my son off a couple weeks ago at, at ranch camp.
2: Yeah,
1: at Possum Kingdom Lake in the like middle of central north central Texas, something like oh, that.
0: So, I have questions about this uh, horse riding expedition. Is this the first time sure. he's been on a horse?
1: No, he's been to multiple like horse camps, but like day camps where uh, you know they just go, go to like a local farm. Maybe like there's like there's a lot of horse farms that maybe like thirty minutes away from us. I think. Um, so he's done some camps like that where he goes and does like you know takes care of the horse for a few hours every day, oh. rides all that. No, he's done that before, but this is the first time he's gone overnight. It's like a YMCA camp and they could do like all kinds of activities. And his specific focus was uh, the the horses and
2: ranch. Cool. Was it one night, two
1: nights? That was like a six nights.
2: Yeah, oh, whoa, okay. Shit. Was it yeah, all? he inclusive? went to like a
1: different camp. Yeah. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, like a cabin and <laughs> bread and water. cafeteria yeah it's cafeteria it's like a summer camp you know yeah right but man i've never been out to this possum kingdom lake before it's got a weird name i've heard it talked about because it's just a couple hours like two two and a half hours away from where we are
0: is it overrun by possum
1: it used to be that's how it got its name okay Um, uh, like fur traders back in the days and uh, like in the um, um i guess at some point they referred to the boys of possum kingdom as uh fur traders that, you know, you know, that was their territory, I guess. And <laughs> a lot of possums that lived in that area. I
0: can't believe if there were, I wonder if there were ever any like uh, duels or scuffles with other pelt traders and salesmen along the way that
1: I tell you what, there territory. were, there <laughs> were because uh, like, it's a rough and tumble area, man. Like that. It's just, it's hard to imagine, but yeah, the uh, uh it's a pretty, Tough area. There's like cliffs. Like it's a beautiful lake. It's man-made. It's just there's a valley. There's a bunch of cliffs, and they decided in the 30s to wall dam it off and uh make a lake out of it. But um, there's like uh, I guess it's at the Brazos River. There's a it, there's a cliff structure across the lake from the camp called Hell's Gate, and it got its name because some fur traders uh, met up with some Comanches, and they were trading. And the fur traders had liquor, and it and the story goes the Comanches had never had liquor before, so they got drunk, passed out. The fur traders stole some of the things that the Comanches had. When the Comanches woke up, they tracked them down and they killed them. And Ooh. on this on this rock structure, so. All right. Yeah, I have no idea if it's true or not, but it's a good story. Yeah, yeah. If something, if two like cliffs are going to be called uh, Hell's Gate, it's a pretty good story. Hell yeah, dude. But it's just a beautiful area. I, I, I was really like kind of obsessed with it for a couple weeks there. And then we drove back and picked them up. And yeah, it was a good. It's good little family road trip.
2: Did just you little, play uh, "Monkey's Uncle" in uh, in uh, Z They said uh, there's a. I guess there's a group, the Toadies.
1: Yeah, so- that's that's another. That's one. Kingdom. I guess that's like if if anybody's heard of Possum Kingdom outside yeah. of Central Texas, it's because of that song. Yeah. Yeah, it's, wow, okay. it's a Okay, pretty, pretty popular song that uh, Toadies are a band from maybe this area, like the Dallas area, Dallas Fort Worth area, and they had, you know, they had gone to Possum Kingdom in their youth. That's a, it's kind of a, the
2: Toadies. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Sounds. I don't know about- if I've ever,
1: I don't know if I've heard this song before, but I uh, haven't. I haven't listened to it. So.
2: Okay, so if I hear it, I'll immediately recognize it. Says yeah. Sean. Okay. I right, always thought you know, like
1: when it was called Possum Kingdom, and I'd hear people talking about it, I was like, okay, that sounds kind of it's just sounds kind of, sounds kind of strange, but mm-hmm.
0: know, it's
1: just what they named it. Anyway, Ranch Camp. My son, he started jujitsu this week, so he he tried <laughs> wait, to hurt wait, wait, me. Wait, 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 wait. He tried so to hurt me Tuesday night.
0: He's over here grounding and pounding all horses. Is that what you're telling me? Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: That's insane, dude. Props here. He's what? Man.
1: He's what? <laughs> yeah, he's doing the ground and pound. It was because no, you're a, over here. he's an equine to- slash MMA <laughs> camp. You learn to fight horses.
0: It's very niche.
1: <laughs> now he's got a wide range. No, he came back last weekend and uh, had some time in the air conditioning because it was pretty, pretty freaking hot out there. Um,
0: so, what, did he, he get you in a triangle or something?
1: He tried to. Yeah, man, trying to hurt me. <laughs>
0: You gotta now be I
1: careful, can, man. I am now I am kind of like there's a little bit of different dynamic going on there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like gotta sleep with one eye open.
0: I mean, you may be taller, but he'll fucking sweep the leg yeah. and it's done.
1: Now, this week he went to a couple trial classes for Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in our area. Um, and he's really he's really excited about it. So he's gonna sign up. It's pretty serious, man. They want you to sign up for like six months or a year. The oh. place he wants to sign up at, they want a year commitment. <laughs> yeah uh, i like that but yeah yeah, but yeah i can understand it because um you know they got rent and they have rent and leases to commit to and they have uh, you know they probably have a lot of kids that flame out you know after exactly get excited and flame out after a couple classes you Um,
0: know now that you mentioned that it it reminds me or it's just like they they're like a a cousin as as far as like you know the business sense goes because because they could be going out of the business like a uh, a rug outlet as well, you know. They
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, rugs aren't in, my, in demand right now.
0: Nope. And no. then if you always have mm-hmm. like you cater to kids that, you know, don't want to commit. It's just like, will you be able to make your rent? Yeah. Better off, you know, running a rug outlet.
1: And also, I think that you know, I think for them they I think they realize that it takes a little time to get results. You know, so my son, he's okay. I mean, he can, you know, he's, he's a kind of a big kid so he can hold his own, but I, I think we're getting into it more for like the discipline, keeping him busy, you know, like know how to win a fight. And, you know, I I mean, if my son's going to fight some kid, you know, like who knows in middle school or something, it's like, I don't, I don't think, uh, trying to punch someone in the face or get punched in the face is the best way to go.
0: I got a good way that you could help him improve slash fuck with him. What's that? Whenever he come tries to come at you, be like, "Ah, your stance is wrong. Get in your stance." <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just constantly correct the stance.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. So just like attack it with insecurities. Yep. Yeah, attack him with self doubt.
2: Yeah. Uh, yeah, you sound like my dad when, when I was <laughs> taking uh, you know guitar lessons, and my ten- and my dad plays a guitar, and so I'd be uh, kind of strumming the you know the strings, and then my dad would be like, uh, "Let let me see that." And then he'd get the guitar and do the whole I'm like, dude, I'm just, I'm just beginning. He's like, yeah, just do it this yeah. way. And I'm like, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, then I got tired. Yeah. You flamed yeah. out. I flamed out. But it's good. You know,
1: Adam, Adam Crowley talks about that sometimes. He's like, you know, when you, when you get into like a fight, you know, like no one knows how to box. So like two dudes, like trying to, that don't know how to box, trying to box each other is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. So it's like, yeah. just. You Know, I'm kind of like, you know, like, I'd rather my son just take somebody down and try to like subdue them than try to like punch someone in the face. And then, you know, like, and like Adam talks about, like, it's not the punch that kills somebody too, or like does serious damage, it's that you knock them out,
0: uh, it's the fall after, and they
1: fall without, you know, like bracing, <laughs> like without their hands coming out to protect their head. Yeah, you know, so it's like, I'd rather, you know, like, it's kind of like wrestling. I mean, there's a lot of grappling uh, and takedowns yeah. and holds and all that, so yeah like anyway yeah so i want my son to win fights but i don't want any. we don't want to pay any lawsuits what <laughs> yeah it comes down to
0: well tell him. be like look if you ever get yourself uh, in a situation where it might lead to an altercation just let the person know my fists are registered as deadly weapons let's not do this <laughs>
1: You know what? I don't. I don't know if uh, he's ten. I don't know if any if he's ever heard that before. I wonder. I'm going to ask him that later. I'm going to ask him if he's ever seen any of his like kid shows. If anybody's mm. joked about registering their hands as deadly weapons, or if that's a hey, thing in the past. I don't know.
2: Chris, I have I have a question for you as a dad of a boy that you know is fighting now. Um, or, you know, it's going to school, it's going to face maybe bullies, that sort of thing.
1: I think it's not like, it's, it's like the potential. It's like, Oh yeah.
2: Most, you know, like
1: kids are never going to get into a fist fight Mm -hmm. in school, but it's like, they probably have anxiety about it. You know what I mean? Like anxiety about like someone pushing them around and them not knowing what to do or something. So
2: I put, I punched a kid when I was in fifth grade, he went down, um, and, uh, we, we both got in trouble, but anyways, um. Okay. My uh, my stepson. So one time, um, shoot, well, I think I was kind of kidding around with him and he started taking it a little, a little too seriously. And, you know, sometimes I'll call, call him a knucklehead or, you know, a cheesehead, you know, just kind of light, you know, light, uh, you know, light, uh, yeah. not really insults, you know, and then, but then he starts taking it, you know, mom, you know, mom, you know, Rob is, you know, whatever. And I'm name like, Dude. calling, like
1: name calling, specifically as as, harm, as, as harmless as it is, is yeah. like is I think is like a, a real delicate area. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, like well, I depends do it on... with my kids, but I do yeah. it a lot, and it's very it's like frequent and like and I kind of mm-hmm. let them go back and forth on it some, but it can sure, yeah. it can be a little confusing because other messages they're getting they've been getting for a long time have been yeah you know none of that you know
2: so and um, so what I what I've told him is. Hey, when you go to school, the kids are going to call you names. Some of these kids are going to call you names. So you're going to I've told them you're going to have to have a thick skin. You know what mm-hmm. that means? Mm-hmm. That means that if they say something to you, you're just going to, to say, OK, like whatever. Because I do remember as a kid, um, I got into I got into a few fights uh, during you know, my 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 years in elementary and middle school and a little bit of high school. But um, right. I, <laughs> I used to be I used to be. And my mom, uh, I one time I told her. I said, well, they said they, they talked about you. They said that you were, I forget what. And it's like, they don't know my mom. No one knows my mom in school. And then so she said, hey, they don't know me. So just let them say what they're going to say. And that's it. And the then I'm she like, to
0: protect my honor, not you.
2: Yeah, exactly. So I'm like, you know, you know what? You're right. So I even told them, I said, look, if they ever say anything about you or your mom, they don't know your mom. Um, So just just be like, OK, whatever. Just mm-hmm. OK and i'm sure a lot of these kids don't they want to get a reaction from you but if if you give them that reaction you're get, you're giving them what they want
1: i'd say that um it is true like you said thick skin it is really important for people kids have a thick skin but it's important that that thick skin is is like covering a really confident little individual
2: oh yeah you know what i
1: mean so it's like a fine line between kind of ribbing and yeah
2: ribbing yeah
1: you know ribbing them a little bit and then also Mm. like making sure that there's like a lot of like you know there's 10 times as much confidence building as there is kind of you know like you know knocking it down a little bit
2: i i try to if there's a
1: kid that's insecure yeah like i don't know if i'd go hard, you know, like you'd focus on the confidence building before you get to the like, Hey, like, you know, like my son, sometimes, you know, he gets a little, gets a little bold, Mm -hmm. you know? (laughs) So there's some times where it's got to get knocked down a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, I tell him, I love him and, you know, just that, he, you know,
2: Oh, for sure. Way, way more.
1: Yeah. I'm sure you do too. So,
2: so what, yeah, no, same. Uh, What I tell him sometimes is uh, let's say if he's kind of complaining or almost crying about some petty thing, Sometimes, obviously, I I try to be careful with the whole. I don't call them "oh, you little sissy," like some of these parents do, right? Because then they, that'll turn. I'm, I don't want him turn into a you know a psycho. You know uh, what's his name? Um, Alfred Hitchcock's Psycho. But I'll, I'll tell him, yeah, oh, hey, like, you're. Yeah. I forget mm-hmm. his name. Um, but I'm like, hey, aren't, you're a big boy, right? You you can do it. And yeah, okay. And so I I mean I call him a big boy, and I'm like, yeah, you're strong, right? You can do it. Yeah, okay, okay. But I, I never kind of talked down to him. Like, uh, you know, our parents used to, you know, I'm one, you know, I, I, I later on in life, I, my mom used to tell me, sometimes she used to say, Oh, you're useless. And then, uh, <laughs> it, yeah, but that's how you know. Look, Ramon is in the chat right now, so she, I mean, oh yeah. uh, Man,
1: it doesn't sound as bad in Spanish. It no, does, it, no doesn't. it doesn't. It, it sounds doesn't. almost loving. You know.
2: it, no, it really does.
1: If you, ask, it's out of no. frustration
2: <laughs> that they are that yeah. <laughs> calling you useless. It's a
1: compliment okay, in your culture. It's cool.
2: Oh no, I've I've told the wife this, and she goes, "No, well, that's not even even my wife." I'm like, "See, you're one of them." Um, you know it, and it, you know. <laughs>
1: She left off the right right now. You're you're useless (laughs) right now.
2: Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For the next couple
1: minutes. Like, but you know,
2: exactly. I'm like, just give me give me five minutes. I'll you know. And Ramon says right here on the chat, he goes, Name calling is a Mexican rite of passage. And it it is.
0: is. Oh, yeah, that's
1: right. You guys have all kinds of like either fitting or well, I mean, I guess all cultures do, but like super fitting or just super not 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 fitting nicknames
2: oh yeah yeah. like if it's uh he's he's fat there's a player from manchester
1: united called uh chicharito
2: oh yeah chicharito
1: little p i think he retired but little p i think it was little p because his dad was known as like something green like was something green and was like the p or something and then his son was like chicharito because that was a famous footballer also I don't know. But it is it, it anyway? Yeah. Oh, Norman. It's like, Bates. Calling, it's like calling the big guy tiny,
2: you know, uh, and monkeys are to says Norman Bates. Yes. Norman Bates. I don't Norman. want Norman. I
1: was you- going to say Alvin.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. Right. <laughs> That'd so, be a good. Uh...
1: I was thinking of names that like kids that just had a hard time.
2: <laughs> so you got to be time. careful with the kids. You got to, you know, you, you don't want to baby them their whole life, but You got to be used tact when you, uh, you know, when you kind of show them a little toughness. So that's why. And at the
1: same time, Mm -hmm. there's a chance that you have very little to do with how they turn out. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) You did your best. (laughs) You are. You're just doing your best because there are some freaking kids out there, like people out there that it's like, man, that just, something just doesn't make sense. Like they just got with the wrong. I think that's something too. Like you can do all those things. Um, and then they meet like at the wrong time in the seventh or eighth grade. They meet, you know, like another family moves in, you know, and they moved in because they're trying to get away from, you oh know, yeah, wherever their kid, <laughs> you know, uh-huh, like yeah. vandalized a cop car, mm-hmm. you know, and now that kid is like, oh yeah, you should meet, yeah, you know, like go meet the neighbor, but that neighbor is a you know like a juvenile delinquent, sure, and they get, you know, your kids running in with them and like you know. Before you know it, you know they just got some bad ideas. I
0: yeah,
1: do. I think yeah. that. I mean, it, I really think it can be as simple as that. Like you just run into the wrong crowd.
2: It happens. Or
1: maybe but not. And not, I'm not. I'm not even talking about just in like rough neighborhoods or, or like suburban middle class neighborhoods. I mean, it's like for rich people too. Like it dude. really depends. Like you get you like your your friends into like going to raves and uh, you know. <laughs> Taking an ecstasy and like all night, like that's what you do, even if you're rich or something. It's like you're running with the wrong crowd, and
2: yeah, I don't know. I mean, have you seen that movie? You're, you're describing perfectly uh, that movie, Airborne. Have you seen that movie? When his parents Airborne. go to Australia for six months to work on a zoology project, young Mitchell is sent to live with his aunt Irene. Remember, it's 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 a movie about uh, rollerblading. And airborne and a,
0: never heard, I of heard of it Jagu- I thought, Isn't it oh shit okay no never
2: oh shoot i i, I know. honestly
0: thought you were gonna ask if if uh about the movie kids because that was more you know in line with what chris was talking about
2: okay so
1: these- i i recognize that thumbnail
2: yeah but- oh yeah so he he gets sent he gets sent away you know to his uh cousins and seth green is his cousin like his wannabe cool cousin <laughs> And he goes in, you know, okay, he gets okay, into okay. fights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, airborne. But that's
1: not, it's like, not even like you're sending your kid away. It's just like your kid got put in this classroom in seventh grade and the delinquent <laughs> that just moved to the area. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just happens to be in the, you know, the same last, uh, the first letter in your last name is the same. Right.
2: And they match and you.
1: You're next to them in homeroom.
2: You know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: There you go. And they're and they have and that delinquent has kind of a good sense of humor.
2: Oh, it's you know, true, you're, man. You're you're reminding <laughs> you know me? I mean? of, it's like, yeah. You're reminding me of one of my best friends uh from uh high school. He he was in a class when this girl with this other girl, this Chola girl, this little gangster girl fell in love with him, and he's just like you know kind of preppy hispanic kid and he's like oh, oh i don't do know, it. i don't know what to do I don't hell know. is all this time
1: <laughs> next thing you know he's in a gang initiation
2: yeah, exactly he was afraid <laughs> he was all over him
1: yeah yeah yeah
2: yeah maybe she
0: was tired of all the uh hard living the the chola lifestyle she's oh, like i need God. to change man so oh, in no. this
1: story what did you do? i mean what did your friend do rob
0: yeah, did he get jumped in? Did he politely decline? Yeah, did, did you dec-
1: ask? Did, did you, I mean, your friend decline or did you, I mean, your friend <laughs> uh, you know. I, <laughs> like, my move, friend yeah.
2: my, my friend politely uh declined. Mm. Declined. I forget her and I still sort of remember what she looked like, but you know, she wore the the dark uh lipstick, you know, that the Cholas wear and the Yeah. you know, the the flannel, yeah, all that stuff. I
1: don't know the Chola look as much as I like the the Cholo like Jay Moore when he does the Cholo impersonation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is about that accent. The accent, like the, you know, like the oh. Latino and like yeah. English, like accent. That's just, it just cracks me up. Look,
2: it's it's a, it's a bad Cholo bad. It's like almost a little Canadian
1: in, in there, but too. But it's with funny. Yeah. Like the A.
2: Oh, yeah. A. Come on. <laughs> Come on, vato loco.
1: It's like a Canadian accent in there, too.
2: <laughs> so, yeah, all right. Drawn on eyebrows. Yep. That's right.
1: Oof. So yeah, ranch cam, jujitsu, like act, almost activity overload. Cause now we're doing training.
2: What about the girls?
1: They're doing tumbling, like oh, a tumbling right. slash gymnastics yeah. class now. So mm. they've got the outfits. That's what it's all about at this age. The outfits and the cute little white shoes and they're doing that. Like they're experimenting with somersaults and cartwheels and I don't know. It's, it's precious.
2: Yeah. Are they,
0: are they, you know, aware of their surroundings enough to be able to like, you know, get the movement down and everything, or are they struggling? I, would, I
1: wouldn't, I wouldn't say they're naturals,
0: mm.
1: you know, if I have to really, you know, like take off my dad blinders and you know, like be,
0: be really the objective, you know, the objective Asian dad in you comes out,
1: but it's fun. It's just, it's fun to see them. I don't know, kind of just figure out things. And, and they're also watching because it like these gymnastics classes. I've only been to one, but it's just a huge area. And there's like girls and a couple boys. I guess it's all girls, really. A couple boys, like just of all ages, just doing all kinds of crazy shit everywhere, you know, just jumping, flying all over the place. So at the same time, they're trying to do a cartwheel and they're just watching the girls fly through the air. So that's kind of
0: cool. No,
1: no, they're learning that, you know, like how to avoid that kind of thing, because I guess that is a thing. Oh shit! Sure. Mm, yeah, Gyms is uh, yeah, you know, like walk where you're supposed to walk, so you don't get you know, like catch a 720 kick to the jaw or something. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Sure. I've always been kind of fascinated with like gymnastics as the, and like the Olympics because it's you know what they do is amazing. You know? It's crazy.
2: Um, Monkey's Uncle wanted me to do some uh, Cholo improv, so um, I looked up some. <laughs> Have you guys seen Blood in Blood Blood Out? Come on, man! You know you've seen it.
1: It's been a while. Blood, Blood in Blood Out. Uh, yeah. No, no.
2: It's 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 a legendary Cholo movie, just like American Me. Um, if if you if you if you're gonna watch two Cholo movies, you're gonna watch American Me and Blood in Blood Blood Out. I think is,
1: is American Me Edward James almost?
2: That's right. I think, okay. I think
0: they're both. I think they're the same. They just share. I think it's a long movie title.
2: Well, no, no. The no. Um, blood in, blood out. The other title is Bound by Honor.
0: Oh, that's what it is. Okay, yeah,
2: that's yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. It had something. You know how that when uh, in Hollywood the box office they changed the name, um, and then American Me. Edward James almost is in it. He's it's it's the movie where the the um, Mexican uh, mafia actually put out a hit on him him. And I think the the director of the movie, mm-hmm. because there's a, a scene where where he I think the uh, the Mexican mafia you know leader gets gang raped in the shower prison and of course that makes them look bad so that's why you know edward james almost and a couple other people got uh you know they put a, a hit on them Damn so man. yeah yeah but blood in blood out it's a good movie starring benjamin Pratt. it's it is really it's well made okay. and so here's here's a couple quotes and there's a white dude that's a white cholo because i think his dad was white his name is miklo he goes uh he goes uh when you expect nothing and get everything that's destiny or the, the other one <laughs>
1: that's good
2: i may be white from outside but i'm brown from inside to the bone and then what <laughs> last one last one uh we can do the money truck or we can off each other so uh yeah i think there's there's more but oh the last one life's a risk carnal so you know life's a risk so that's no. those are my can you, cholo can you the books.
1: guy from a training day?
2: <laughs> Tra- oh, he's shoot. talking
1: about uh, what happened. Yeah. What happened to his uh, his movement in, in, the, in, in the, the joint?
2: Yeah, is this the um, in the shower in the in the bathroom? Something no. about stuff
1: getting pushed in.
2: Oh, <laughs> you remember that scene? Yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Well, that's not he's not really cholo, but it's pretty intense. Yeah, yeah.
2: So, uh, yeah, those are good yeah, movies. Thanks, man. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, you're welcome.
0: Yeah. You should uh, take a stage with Luis too, now that I, we've seen
2: that you had the chops. Hey, Luis, uh, hire me, Luis. Uh, you know, I would believe that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I think I've told you, Rob, you should, yeah, you should can I take some classes or do like an improv troupe or something like that. I, I
2: would love to. We'll see if uh, a, AP Productions can hire me on their uh, next project. Uh, yeah.
1: <laughs> Manny, yeah. What up? so you, you told your tale, your near death tale. Oh, what yeah. about that? What about that air quotes new segment you were talking about? So something <laughs> about faith related, maybe. I don't, know, I don't know.
0: Yeah. Since, you know, we're, we've explained it before. Chris has explained it before how we've all met through the Corolla Facebook group. We're doing a little bit of Germany V Florida. Where did this story originate from? Oh. And I actually, I want to pause a question after I'm done rambling off about this to Rob, because I know, he, as you all know, he's a show feminist, and he's also gonna be a father. So, as a father, I want to hear his take on what he'd do if he was in this situation. Sure.
2: Uh, and I'm gonna be a girl dad too, not just a feminist. I'm a I'm a girl dad.
0: Well, you this is
1: Germany versus Florida, and with some parenting tips in yeah. oh yeah, yeah, okay.
0: All right. <clears throat> a 14-year-old teenager took his mother's jewelry. Uh, and appraised it. I mean, sold it in between 25, it was estimated between 2500 and 3800. After he's done selling this cash, the teen goes and he buys himself, you know, some working class gals and has some fun.
2: Who,
1: um, the teenager? So, a, a boy, a teenager, yeah. sells his mom's jewelry, yep, mm-hmm. and then gets some hookers.
2: Yeah, where did mm-hmm. this happen? Shoot, um, I think hookers are probably easier to find. Well, I'm sure well Germany I'm gonna
1: has. say I will just say Disney World. Because <laughs> I you know it's you know it's going to it's going to pot down there. Disney I, World, Florida.
2: Yeah, I was gonna say Florida. It's um I'm I'm sure you can find hookers in Germany, but um I think Florida is easier.
1: I bet it's easier to find hookers in Germany. And I only oh. say that I say that for one reason only. Okay. Europe, I don't know. They seem oh, okay. to be kind of looser with that kind of stuff, right?
0: No pun intended.
1: That's, that's where they invented it.
0: <laughs> mm. All right. So, so what's actually, the answer? Is there a oh, drum? Okay. There's no. I'll insert the drum roll later. Yeah, it's Germany. Ah, oh,
2: wow. Shoot. Mm.
0: So my follow up goes to Rob.
1: That's what I said. Germany. <laughs>
0: Uh, I know that you're going to be a, a father to a, a young girl, but what would you do if one of the one of the sons, one of your stepsons, pulled some shit like this?
2: Oh, okay.
0: Sold your wife's jewelry. It was like, yo, I'm gonna go get my dick with Rob. Peace. <laughs> or you found out about it? I should say. I don't know how you find out about it, but you know, what would you do?
2: Oh shoot! Um, I probably s- smack him around. Probably, probably smack him around. Yeah. That's warranted. I I, mean, I think so. I mean, I don't think a jury would convict. No, no, I'll smack yeah.
1: them around. I think you, you know, you take, Ah, uh, you never know. I don't know. In today's America, you know, in Biden, in, in Obama's America, you never know. You in take Obama's. 10 people. It's like <laughs> you take 10 people and you say, uh, here's what happened. You know, You you know, is it okay to get rough a little bit? Yeah. I don't know what, I don't know.
2: Yeah, in
1: my I, America, it, it's ten out of ten. Yes, yeah, I, right, I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um. Well,
0: expect more of those to come if, with each episode, people.
1: I mean, I'm a. I'm a. My my kids. I mean, when they're fourteen, I don't know. I mean, are you in high five territory yet? <laughs> you know, I mean, it depends too. Like twenty eight hundred dollars. Yeah. Did you get a good deal? Like, was it all costume jewelry? And you like, you know you know, pulled off the deal in you know, a scam of the century. Well, like you got one over on a pawn shop dealer, you know,
0: I think it'd be difficult to get one over on them because they're used to dealing with, you know, this type of shit. So they, they, they'd they be able to spot yeah. a forgery.
1: Like, I I mean, I'm not, I'm not joking around here a little bit. Right. Or, or yeah, I'm not joking. Or around are here. you? Well, <laughs> I'm not joking around a little bit. I'm joking around to some degree, but uh, yeah, there's like, when my son commits a crime or you know a violation i do kind of look at it at like as like how bad a decision was this but then also like i mean you know you gotta have a few skills to pull this kind of thing sure. off. you know you gotta have a little you know you got a little gumption you know to get in this kind of trouble mm-hmm. you know what i mean you gotta have a little technical know-how you know you, gotta, you better access a device or be clear <laughs> clear your search history stuff like that like I mean, right. you're going to get in trouble, but I mean, I'm—it's noted. You know, your skills are noted. You know what I mean, like that. I'm paying. Atten- I'm paying attention to your uh, your
2: craft. You want to get him in trouble for maybe selling fake IDs that he's making from the computer that you bought him? You know, when he was yeah
1: breaking the law, 17. not good. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, breaking the law. I mean, you know, five out of ten breaking the law in a way where you could like get caught really easily like doing shoddy IDs like I had from West Virginia Hol- holding up a piece of cardboard I'm not even <laughs> I'm not even joking like that's you. shoddy work you know like like that's not impressive uh, but you know anyway yeah like but if you're you know you're pulling off like some little caper you know you, you know it's like it's impressive <laughs> You know, if, uh, you know, you, don't no. wanna, you know, I don't want to slap you on the wrist for the entrepreneurialism,
2: you know, can, can I admit something kind of weird to you guys? Uh, You've I, done this? No, no. I had oh, a okay. weird dream. I've been having some weird dreams, but I had oh, a weird no. dream that I was in. Uh, I was in, in Glorious Bastards, the movie like it was real. Did you and play the role of the Jew bear? No, no. But ar- around me, there are like like orgies orgies you know with uh different people and stuff and i think uniforms but you know why why i had that dream it's because i've been watching the boys and there was that oh scene, yeah, yeah 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 there was that scene where there's like an underground club for the super you know enhanced superhuman people and there's so many crazy things that happen and like orgies and there's the the shrink man that you know has sex with the barbie doll and all, all that stuff mm-hmm. it, the boys has been getting in my head Anyways, I. I relate I related that to Germany, you know. Sorry, guys. But um <laughs>
1: oh I think there's some themes there, like the themes of like fascism or, oh
2: you know, yeah. Well in the on the in the boys, there's you know Nazis stoking
1: now. fear among the population oh. to do whatever, whether it's yeah. to do good things or do bad things, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. Well, with some some scenes, I can tell that uh Seth uh Rogan is one of the producers. I don't know, I feel like I'm starting to see some political things, you know, like uh, I don't know, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, Homelander. I don't know, like Homelander, the kind of the, yeah, the white, you know, white uh, su- supremacy thing, you know, I don't know.
1: Yeah, I mean, they persecute. They try to persecute Homelander, you know, just for being himself.
2: <laughs> yeah, he's a nice <laughs> nah, guy. I, always, I, always, you know,
1: obviously he's a terrible character, but I always joke around that he's my favorite. And, you know, that online, that online game I was, I played for a long time. I've taken a break. Yeah. But, you know, it was international. Like all my friends in that game were internationals, but they'd all watch the boys and they knew I was an American, but they'd always say like that. That's like, not not all. Yeah. Like a couple of them would be like, I imagine (laughs) you. I imagine Homelander. Like, like, that's pretty Uh, funny. And then I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. That little hurtful, a little hurtful.
2: Well, look, the the guy, he's, he plays his his character very well. And like I was telling you yesterday, I feel like he, um, it, I, not to give too much away, but knowing how he grew up in the, in the, in the story, then I can kind of see where, where he com- comes yeah, from. Yeah,
1: and, yeah. It's nature versus nurture type. Yeah. Of thing. Yeah.
2: Nature versus n- nurture. He, he needed that love. Uh, monkey's uncle says world war two plus sex parties, plus Adam Crowley equals Hogan's heroes, Bob crane home <laughs> videos.
1: <laughs> I t- I'll tell you, Oh, shit. That is one hell of a, I'm not even sure what you'd call that thought. I just leap to leap, but yeah, Hogan's here. I learned a lot about world, world war II from Hogan's yeah. here. <laughs> I, I would say I learned a lot about, you know, like world war II propaganda. Yeah. Uh, German stereotypes. Like I learned a few German words like Schnell, you know, like her, I think that's hurry up um okay just a couple other ones from that show but that was a ridiculous show that was on reruns in the afternoon when i would get home from school in like maybe the 80s hogan's heroes but yeah bob crane the lead actor who was like an all-american face the show was in black and white if i if i remember um was yeah he was a he was a dirty dirty man dirty dirty bastard
2: you know what's uh, what's a derogatory word, I guess, for um for Germans, right? I guess watching these spaz, uh, not smash. No, don't Do you say that word.
1: You asked me what for a derogatory
2: word f- for Germans. And I, isn't it okay. Uh, um <laughs> I keep on hearing uh, kraut. Oh, the Kraut, you know, the Kraut, um you know, for war movies. You know, I guess that's
1: they taught they said krauts a lot in Hogan's Heroes, I'm pretty
2: yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that's a very uh tame word. I
1: think it was the Hogan's Heroes show. I say I learned from it, but I was like, I didn't remember thinking like, there's no way our enemies in this war were this book, but mm. these types of buffoons, mm-hmm. you know, because like, I said they portrayed every German was just like a clueless moron. It's like, there's, this doesn't seem right. So, but it was entertaining and it was kind of a, I don't know. It was, it was on and I had no other choice. There you go. That
0: old excuse. We're talking about Hogan's
1: Heroes, the show. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Bob Crane. Yeah, he was a real uh, sick twist.
2: Yeah, he was. He was. There's that movie with uh, Greg Kinnear, right?
1: I knew there was. I don't remember what it's called. I knew there was one that came out. Um.
2: But yeah, that's it. That's my. That's okay. Kraut cabbage. So right, it's another word for for cabbage. Sauerkraut. Yeah, sauerkraut. And, they ate a lot of sauerkraut.
0: Fermented or pickled or whatever. Pickled
1: cabbage or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I don't know.
0: Okay, so they I still
1: cannot eat sauerkraut. No.
0: Same no, on your. I've tried uh, it. I could. It's not on the hot dogs or some nope. sandwiches too. Yeah. Oh, I, I like that.
1: I mean, I could. Right. But no, I, I, I prefer not to. I don't hmm. know what it, it's like a childhood thing, I think.
0: Wait, what about kimchi? Not to
1: get all stereotypical. Uh, childhood kimchi. Uh, just I'd run out of the room, but now I'd, I love it. I love it now. <laughs> what about this? I found I find kimchi very mild and you know refreshing now.
2: If you, what about for? Okay, that's kimchi, right? Kimchi. We got the sauerkraut. What about for the Salvadorians? Uh, kimchi,
1: the condiment, not our former <laughs> guest.
2: <laughs> that's right. <laughs> what about the Salvadorians and uh, curtido for the pupusas? You, Manny's hand them, I'm sure. Well, uh, Chris, uh, pupusas, heard, right? Heard the name, oh. heard
1: that pupusas term,
2: pupusas for sure. I and believe then, I've uh, eaten them
1: at least once.
2: Oh, yeah, they're good, man. But and man, then I, cur- don't,
1: I don't remember, yeah.
2: Curtido is this, um, uh, it's like cabbage with vinegar, and it's oh,
0: that's right. They give it to you with like a side of coleslaw or some, shit. yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: I don't it's, like it.
2: No, no, it's good. Uh, oh, it's so, so good. I'm not a
0: fan of any of of those types of like little science sounds like that. It's just.
1: This reminds me that um, yeah, uh, we started a little late tonight. My wife had went to a happy hour and she brought me home a shrimp burrito. So let's uh, let's move. Let's move on. (laughs) Daddy's hungry. All right. Mm. I'm just kidding. But yeah. um, So the new. Oh, yeah. So uh, we had a throwback Florida versus Germany.
0: Yeah, man. We're going to be doing those. Yeah. 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 So if time. your kid
1: does a crime, it's like, you know, they got to get into trouble. They need to know, you know, their limits and not to get caught and all that. But also, you know, you know, you know, it's okay to give them a little props for their, uh, the ingenuity. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Challenge, challenging themselves, you know, like taking uh. risks, Recon- <laughs> recognizing a market, you know,
0: oh my God.
1: where goods are needed. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. So, uh, yeah. Uh, still fascinated by this Britney Griner situation obsessed maybe but yeah. the whole trade the basketball player for an arms dealer cuz that's what's going to happen we t- i think we even touched on it a couple weeks ago but that's what's going to happen we're going to trade we're going <laughs> to like we spent like 10 years catching this guy there's a movie with Nicolas Cage that's high praise uh called Lord of War Right? That's made yeah. about this guy. We spent like 10 years. We did it like the DEA did a sting operation in Thailand where we could catch this guy, this Russian arms dealer named Victor Bout. Um, he was, you know, he's like always one step ahead, they say. We finally caught him, we extradited him to Illinois, put him in prison, and now we're gonna give him up for a basketball player. Which, to be honest with you, I don't really have any kind of like, you know, there's nothing in my gut that's like has a huge problem with it maybe that maybe that's a problem because i'm like man that's a weird trade yeah <laughs> a weird trade that we're like to to satisfy our the mm-hmm. void we feel mm-hmm. in our in our hearts as americans that we have one less like a WNBA player you know it's in you know like we're willing to give up an arms dealer uh, yeah that we spent million i mean we had to spend millions tens of millions of dollars trying to catch the guy to put him in prison and then we're just going to give up like that's weird to me and you know i've said this many times and i'll let you guys go like that if you think about it trade you know transactions trade sets value of things
2: you know Mm -hmm. so she's Um, very valuable then
1: yeah i guess i guess or it, it sets the value of things to each party Right. So to us, the value of this, you know, basketball player is really high. And to Russia, the value of this international arms dealer is very high. And it's like, we're, it's like, that's our, those are equal. I guess we, do we both walk away feeling like that's a pretty good deal.
0: I have a theory. Okay. Okay. And this just may be the weed talking, but what if they're doing this on purpose so they could just have another excuse to try and catch them again later down the road and bring our WNBA player home in the meantime?
1: Well, weed. Am, am I talking to you or the weed?
0: <laughs> Both.
1: Okay. Um, no, man, I... Wouldn't put it past these fuckers to be thinking like that. Thinking like, oh, we'll just get them again, and if it takes us another ten million dollars in ten years to get them again, like, what's the yeah? Okay, can I, I got time? I mean, I got ten years till I retire. You know, what, so. what,
2: what about this? This is what R- R- Joe Rogan just said uh, a couple days ago, and and I do agree with him on that. There's so many. We're okay. We're gonna let's say we're gonna bring it home, which we probably will. We'll probably make that trade. the The, the government's probably gonna make that trade or or a trade. We're going to bring her home. She's going to be free. Great. Great for her. Good. But there are so many people, I don't know how many in our prisons right now that have gone to jail for very minor drug offenses. And they're still going to be in there. I I think that says a lot for I don't know what it says, but it's just seems very hypocritical. Like, okay, if she comes home, if she's free, then you guys got to set free a lot of these people that have committed these same types of offenses or or even minor uh, or you know equal or less because i think that sets yeah, that's a, a good point man yeah bad precedent a I mean, bad example
1: we're talking about what does this say you know so if we're in in the analogy of it, it's a conversation yeah it's a that's 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 a part of the conversation is like there's some guy in there that like you know like got put in jail for or has a record or has a hard time getting a job because he got caught with some vape pens that just like Britney Griner. Yeah. You mm-hmm. know? And uh, so he's that guy or gal or wick wick wicksman individual. Yeah. Like, you know, it could be feeling uh, like, what's my value in this. Uh, yeah. When this trade sets value, like mm, my value is much, much lower than that. So just such a, such a strange thing. And then it kind of ties into the other what was it? Deshaun Watson. mm mm-hmm. That was one of those uh homelander memes <laughs> memes, or, yeah. or videos you shared where yeah, like he had to be elated. He got I mean, this guy's in this guy's been in hot water for multiple years, I
2: think. Right. Yeah. And first of all, first of all
1: basically, many- I think what this guy was doing, yeah, allegedly is. And the team knew about it, I think, because the team is the one who's paid out all the uh, victims. The team, the Houston Texans, I think, have paid out a lot of money. Um, Like he was getting massages, like personal massages, masseuse. That was his thing. And then he would, you know, apparently uh, he must have had some success with a few of them that would, uh, you know, have sex with him or whatever, do whatever, service him in whatever way. And then he got you know, greedy.
2: Like,
1: then he was trying it. It sounds like he was basically trying it on every female masseuse in the united states of america <laughs> like, like
0: there's gonna be a class action lawsuit yeah
1: like there might be like 10 of all female masseuses in the in north america even uh mm-hmm. ha- are, are part of this class action lawsuit you're
0: gonna you see know. commercials for it late at night That no, was like in the 20s
1: night. in the 20s and there may be some that have piled on but in the 20s like so That's he fun. you know he probably got some happy endings from some and then he was like trying to force it
0: a Lot I of could, banana couldn't, crying.
1: Couldn't take no. Yeah, couldn't take no for an answer, it sounds like. Because I'm yeah. guessing female Masseuses probably get that kind of, you know. Yeah, There's a stigma get, about them. Probably get well. I'm I'm saying they probably get that kind of like, you know, some kind of douchebag, you know, guy at Myrtle Beach on his golf vacation, like trying to like lobby for that kind of thing. And they're just like, no. Like lobby. I lobby. <laughs> no, they're like I went to school for six months for this. How dare you?
0: No, but they're like,
1: and they're, they're they they don't want anything. They don't want to do anything like that, right? This is just a job, right? It's just a, yeah, like an above average paying job. But you know, I don't know. It, it it's uh, that's what he's that's what he's been doing. So he got a huge contract from the Browns, the Cincinnati Brown or the Cleveland Browns. I think the lawsuit that he had was settled and paid for by the Houston Texans. And then he just skipped 6 games, he gets 6 games off, which which really just elongates his career, right? Plus his contract's like 200 and some million and it's guaranteed, like most of it's guaranteed. So yeah, man. the weird thing about this is that that transaction, that trade like the Browns gave him that contract that was guaranteed before all this stuff was settled. So like they all knew that it was going to be settled. Right. Cause they would never sign something like that. If they thought that this guy might be in jail or might be like a pariah of society mm-hmm. in two weeks. Right. So mm-hmm. yeah, the fix was in big time. There's even talk about how he was unhappy in Houston and the Houston Texans. Again, they're the ones who paid off the victims. So they're kind of admitting that they knew about this. So the accusation from Deshaun Watson fans is that the Texans are the ones that leaked this story in the first place to get all these victims out there. Because he was unhappy with his contract. He wanted away. They were pissed
0: because he
1: was like their franchise guy. And also, he was a guy that apparently they'd been covering up some stuff for me. They knew like he wasn't on the up and up. So they were mm-hmm. pissed, so they floated it. So there's a lot of accusations from the Deshaun Watson camp that the Texans are the ones that actually uh you know let this thing out. But I don't know. It's gross, but you know, like tying to the Brittany Griner, it's like if you can trade an arms dealer for a basketball player, then it's like you got a kind of serial sexual assaulter allegedly being yeah. given 230 million dollars guaranteed by an NFL team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and six weeks off <sighs> with massages. Oh man! You know, yeah. if if Brittany Griner, if if her punishment is that she has to have the national anthem as her ringtone on any smartphone <laughs> for the rest of her life, yeah, you know, then Deshaun Watson should just be like, you can never have a massage again. You know, yeah. I don't care if you're eighty-seven. And you're just hurting like your lower back is killing you. Like, no, sorry. No massages for you ever, ever again. Like the entire massage community should just be like, no. <laughs> Blackballed him from our yeah. tables. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Anyway, that's it. That's that's it's a, gross, it's a gross story, but it's, man, it's just so perverse and bizarre. You know?
2: Uh, yeah. And being a, a rich NFL player, come on. You're not going to, you can't get any hoochies out there at the club. That are willing to, you know, He's, he that's doesn't want a damn want fine
1: to... point. Yeah. It, it is. Yeah, that's some... a damn fine point. I think, yeah, mm-hmm. the anonymous. Yeah. I, th- I mean, I think that's something like that might be something like for a human thing, like the uh, anonymous, like non, like there's just no emotion involved with it at all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it's yeah. like a transaction. Like that's a turn on to some people.
2: Yeah.
0: It's weird if oh.
1: the people personally, that have the... personally, I need love. <laughs> A little be, bit. Kind of You're laughing. He's smiling. I don't know.
0: Like, I just wasn't expecting that from you tonight, Chris. Yeah, no, no I'm just
1: kidding. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm serious. Never mind. Take that so, back. Cut
0: hello, that Koji over there. Cut that part out. Love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah. Slow it down. Yeah, Speaking don't, of, Velo- don't cut that part out. Slow it down and put some some slow jams underneath it.
2: Oh, I got yeah. it. Yeah. Okay, we'll so, uh, Manny, <laughs> speaking of L- oh, cool, Jay, uh, you, got, you got some uh, heavy heavy gold on, around your neck. That's right, peasants. Wow. Okay. Is there like a m- microphone attached to it or something? Or like, I a-
0: actually, no, I leave this hanging over the microphone when I'm not recording just to kind of give it more just like that to it.
2: Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: Makes it feel okay. more legit.
2: <laughs> oh, well, yes. Okay, well Chris. Okay, we'll 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 move move on to the next uh you know topic. Uh Chris was talking about uh you know the the uh what is it called the WN NBA? Well I was gonna say WNFL player.
0: It's like wow, would, there's, would there's be interesting. a WNFL.
2: <laughs> no, but the closest that we've gotten to that is remember the uh what is it, the yearly uh lingerie bowl? Is that Hell what it yeah, is?
0: how can I forget it? <laughs> yeah.
2: I think that's the closest we're going to get to the. I'm
0: i will fine with
2: that. Yeah. Unless there's, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure there's some sort of professional flag football, uh, you know, league for the strip ladies. football I'm,
0: league, flag striper, football, strip yeah, of, yeah, flag, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's work on yeah, that.
2: Yeah. Okay. So, okay. So, oh, let me bring something up that uh, on, I think, today's podcast, Adam on ACS was talking about. He mentioned to uh, Gina and bald Brian loud walkers Um, and we'll brief Chris when he gets back Uh, loud walkers, people that walk loud. um,
0: Well, like they stomp their feet.
2: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So or drag their feet or drag their feet. But I think stomping mostly uh, I know my my uh, my stepson, he he when he walks around the 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 house, sometimes he's wearing his Crocs, sometimes he's barefoot and he, he stomps, stomps, stomps and. I sh- I've shown him a picture of who he reminds me of. Remember Bobby's world, Howie Mandel with his big yep. ass feet. Yep. I, t- I tell him this is you with your big feet. Um, and he he walks so, you know, he makes a lot of noise when I'm like, dude, I walk like more like a ninja, you know, a little lighter. You can make yourself lighter, you don't have to stomp, but also reminds me of me working, you know, when I used to work uh, kind of security at nighttime or sometimes walking around certain offices if sometimes people are working in some of these offices, even after normal business hours, right? So I would never want to, uh, you know, get anybody nervous as you're walking inside an office or a suite, a floor. So I would jiggle my keys. I would jiggle my keys that way. I don't surprise anybody. I wouldn't want to, you know, catch someone in doing something they, they're they not supposed to or whatever, <laughs> or, or, or scare someone, you know? Yeah. I don't know if Chris listened to today's ACS and uh, Adam was talking about loud walkers, people that walk loudly. So
1: I didn't hear that, but I get it. Yeah, especially yeah, yeah if you're working in a building at night, like you've yeah, seen enough, night- you've seen enough movies, you've seen oh, Cinemax. Shoot. You had you had Cinemax oh, at some yeah. point.
2: Hey, sometimes you yeah, you know, you never know,
1: you never know. I- yeah, exactly.
0: I have to say, my world is crumbling around me as I know it. I honestly thought that Robbie was the type to walk around and whistle, not jiggle his keys.
2: (laughs) I would too, but I jiggle my keys. So I don't, you know, surprise, I don't want to scare anybody or catch someone doing, you know, like like Adam said, walking in a teen, you know, your teen's room and then you catch them whacking off when you don't want to see that. So I don't want to see some finance guy, you know, with the secretary. Uh, you know, I don't want to. I don't do that. Or, or like that movie Judgment Night with uh, Dennis Leary. Remember how they kind of see a drug deal gone wrong, and then they, I'm gonna be chased by some guy, you know, overnight because I saw him having an affair with the secretary. I don't want that happening to me. So yeah. um, that's why. That um, yeah, I make noise. I think you
1: should do either, either whistle. Yeah, and or jiggle your keys. Yeah. Loud Walker, but definitely not like alert people to your presence by saying things like, sure would be a shame if the finance gal and his secretary were <laughs> invited me in here. Um, yeah, that would be inappropriate. <clears throat> so, yeah, I think jiggling the keys is good. Good move. Yeah.
2: I do that. I do that. I've uh, I have I have experience. So I will I don't want to catch anybody like I said. And uh so you point, have though. I I have I I haven't caught anybody doing anything. However, I, however, I have heard stories of people from years ago that I've known working in an office building that have been caught on the floor, you know, two married people on the floor doing, you know, the, you know, the thing. Mm-hmm um and then the security guy kind of gets like uh, or as olga as adam would say olga would say, Aye. Aye. um
1: <laughs> there was a good old there, the good old days have been like you know if security or any you know like anybody helped walked in you'd be like do you mind yeah
2: <laughs> you yeah. know what i mean like nowadays it's like oh my god but it's yeah. like
1: back then it'd be like do you mind and then you'd get fired
2: oh yeah you know what i mean
1: <laughs> like a lot of people lost their jobs back then because of that oh, kind of thing. Yeah, sad. for sure. Sad, sad.
2: Yeah, it's it's happened. So in those cases, it's good when you're a loud walker because at least you will alert these people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think
0: that'd be kind of rude, honestly. That's why I, I prefer, you know, being a quiet walker. I, I like to get the drop on people, and also I like to see it from their point of view. Like, what if I'm in, you know, balls deep in one of my office coworkers? I don't wanna I don't want the mood ruined if I hear someone walking. I want to be like in the moment.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Monkey yeah. Monkey's uncle said uh, you know you'll catch him doing double entry bookkeeping. So um yeah. That,
0: that's <laughs> a hell of a position, man. Yeah. Man.
2: It's
1: my favorite Cinemax movie. Oh yeah. <laughs> Skin like what is it? Like, Skinama, Late night, whatever yep. you called it. Yeah. Yep. All yeah, right. Yeah. So let's wrap this up with uh the last segment, news. I'm curious. We don't have a lot of time left, but I'm curious how you guys get your news. So, let me start. You know, because you know, I I mentioned Tim Pool a lot. I watched Tim Pool some, and I'm curious, Mm -hmm. like, what's up with this dude? You know, everybody's got. I think everybody's got opinions on this guy. He's kind of a kind of an odd dude. Um, But like, what's your news schedule? So, myself personally, when I wake up in the morning, I got onto this thing from Adam Carolla from uh, one of his commercials. I think or ads. Like, was the Morning Wire which is uh, like a 10 to 15 minute news podcast by the daily wire, right? ah, okay. but it's not Ben Shapiro. Yeah. It's like two or three people. I think consistently two announcers that I don't know. I, I, I feel pretty good about it because I don't ever pick up, you know, I mean, I, I guess I assume cause it's daily wire that, you know, maybe it has something, but I don't really ever pick up any kind of, bias or, you know, them using adjectives yeah. that I think yeah,
2: yes. paint, paint things in a certain yes. way. And I'm,
1: I'm very particular to that because I don't really like yes. it. I don't really like it. If you're,
2: I've talked to you about that. Yeah. Yeah. If
1: you're like, if you're, um you know, whatever, uh either condescending to me or like uh, uh patronizing to me in this yes. term, I don't, yeah. I don't like it. So I really, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I really mm-hmm. don't like that. So I really, I, I really recommend that 10 mm-hmm. to 15 minutes. They kind of cover Uh, You know, you can only cover so much, but they cover like one topic that's interesting in a very, I think, educational way. Um, They do, I mean, I assume that the people that work for Daily Wire are a certain way, but they do like present both sides, right? Like here's what this side says, and here's what the other side says. They always
2: do. Sure. Okay. That's good. That's
1: good. It's good. And then I like, I listen to ACS, you know, after that, it like my phone starts playing ACS. Yeah. And usually, part two of course, you know, that starts first. So, I'm listening to the guest and all that. That's that's mixed in there a good bit. I listen to um Tim Pole, maybe a two to three times a week because it's just a lot of intense, you know, he's yeah. kind of an intense dude.
2: <laughs> yeah, like I told you before, he never, sm- yeah. I never see him smiling, rarely. You know what, when he laughs yeah
1: he laughs at things you you ever know these people that like laugh at things really hard that aren't that funny (laughs) yeah and you're just like what and it's just off-putting you know like what's uh like either something's wrong with that person or me but there's definitely a difference between that person and me
2: yeah Mm -hmm.
1: so um and then like other ones i mix in like read like the one i listen to every week is reason roundtable which is like reason magazine editors Mm
2: -hmm. libertarians
1: kind of like get their take on things and they're libertarians but like non-political libertarians like they're not involved in political parties i don't think you know other than to know about them and report on them write about them so they're kind of libertarian intellectuals that it's kind of it's it's an interesting take you know i don't think they're very representative of america as far as you know like i think you know libertarian views are common but like their particular takes and their At least they just always talk about how many books they're reading every week, which is confusing. (laughs) confusing. Yeah, but it was like I'm here
0: for the current events, not the books. Damn
1: it, multiple you read multiple books this week. (laughs) Now you're you're bragging.
0: Are Uh, are any of them married or have a family? Because I mean, reading, yeah, yeah, they are. Yeah, okay,
1: yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: The fact that they're able to, you know, fit in multiple books in a one week is, you know,
1: oh, that's true. Yeah, they are, they have older kids.
0: Makes or they, or
1: are they for, or they do like weird, like child abuse stuff, like force their kids <laughs> to read
0: <laughs> or they use their, their kid against as their the will book holders, like turn the page Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. or they uh-huh. read economics books to their child. Like, it's like double whammy of uh, <laughs> oh, masochism and child abuse. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but uh, like they had a, a reason. The reason interview—that's a good one. I think uh, Nick Gillespie. He's the guy that if you if you follow Reason, Reason magazine,
2: I've never heard of to this. That's a guy with the really good hair. Good, head maybe
1: hair. always he shows up on news shows. He's always wearing a leather jacket. Yeah, <laughs> like he's like stuck in 1978 or yeah. like 1981, like in that in that area. But yeah. he's kind of an old school, like kind of a liberal leaning, I think libertarian. But he does an interview once a week. He did Zuby. Zubi, this oh,
2: Zubi, yeah, he's listening and he's, he's from Europe? he's English, English, right? Zubi, he, he was
1: telling his story, so he's got a UK passport, born in okay. the UK, Nigerian descent, parents were Nigerians, they moved to the UK, then they moved to Saudi Arabia. He went to just a variety of like boarding schools, like English speaking schools, Western schools, you know, like yeah, he was kind of talking about that in the first half of the podcast about his life experience. Because he's from the UK, he's got kind of a strange, like a weird accent, like a non-accent accent. accent. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um,
0: It's like you can't really place it, but you know something's off about the Yeah, yeah. Had a good
1: one. So that's like those are like very specific conversations, like you know. But you can learn something from that because they usually do. They they usually talk about current events, right? It's a current news topic, so. Mm You'll lose little news from that as far as like straight news. That's I probably say that morning wire podcast. The only one that's just straight news. Like this is what happened and this is what people are yeah. saying. Other yeah. than that, it's like, yeah, like a lot of like, I think Adam Carolla does news analysis kind of, yes. you know? when he does the and- news, he's really talking about, he's analyzing what the news is reporting. Uh, Tim Pool does that really intensely. Um, you know? Like very in a very literal way, yeah. Just like this is what the BBC said, this is what the Daily Mail said, and then they get into like you know what does that mean, you know, like different angles on it. But.
0: Yeah, and the tangents that they branch off to.
1: And then managed to set you up. Breaking points is uh one you recommended to me. Yeah, Chris, man. Crystal Ball
0: and soccer and Jetty.
1: Like she, she really defied all the odds, didn't she? <laughs> what do you mean? I mean, yeah, it's like. She's has a trailer or dancing crystal ball with a K. It's with a K also.
0: Yeah. Crystal, crystal with a K, with
1: a K. In, a y. in a Y, you know? Okay. But she, you know, she, uh, her and cigar. I'm not sure what the guy's name is.
2: Sagar.
1: Sagar. Yeah. They do a podcast oh. called breaking points.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've seen them. Okay. Yeah.
1: That's kind of a news analysis. They kind of read the, the headlines and then, you know, they also
0: thoughts, yeah. well not only the thoughts. I mean, they also do like deep what they saw, deep dives, and they'll you know give thorough thorough explanation as to what they're talking about, how it ties into our current our current situation, how it affects the you know the populace. So I like yeah, that. I like that. I, like I that do like that.
1: I think they both have some kind of like everybody has bias, like you know, mm-hmm. um, you know they both have it, but they're both very uh, as honest as they can be about it. You know, so if they think that there's a possibility they may think this way because of their, you know, upbringing or their kind of their political leanings, they'll say it, you know? Yeah. And that's all all people want, really, is like, mm -hmm. hey, I may be biased because I grew up in a single mom household, you know, like stuff like that. And
0: they don't get, they don't get overwhelmed emotionally when they're delivering that. They're just like very direct about, you know, frank about, you know, their position where their stances where they're coming from. So I like that because it doesn't as a a lot of viewers are riled up these days, you know, depending on Mm -hmm. what side of the eye you're falling and what programs you watch, is like they just want to gaslight you. And this is just like there's no gaslighting, but you still end up being worried because it's like, yo, what the fuck is going on with all our elected officials and everything that's going on around this is just like
1: there is a theme to a lot of these shows. Mm-hmm. whether they have liberal bands or centrist or libertarian is like, they're all becoming very anti-establishment.
0: Establishment is not cool anymore, man.
1: Now they're all like really questioning, like, what the fuck is going on? And not just in like, what are these Democrats doing? They're like, what are these uniparty Dems Republic? What are these people that are all, they seem like they're all the same, you know, they mm-hmm. seem like they're all, cu- what are these people doing? You know, they're very anti-establishment. I don't know what that means. You know, I don't know what it means. Maybe this is just what people want these days. Cause there's just unrest or like you know, discontent, you know? And once AI comes along, we all have our personal robot. Like everybody be like, oh, there what we the go fuck? With yeah, the like cheer up everybody. Cheer up everybody. What's the problem? Why are you listen to all these Tim pools and these anti-establishment people telling you like, you know, when you have a, when you have a robot next to you,
0: <laughs> that'll soon kill you in your sleep. <laughs>
1: Well, you know, but you won't in your sleep. Oh, you won't know.
2: Um, something well, that uh, convert oh, you over to the
1: convert yeah.
2: Um, the family of three. So, uh, he says, uh, "What about AP News or Reuters?" Um, yeah. I mean, one thing that I keep on hearing that is uh, like not really um slanted a, a certain way because I've asked before is uh, BBC and not that kind of BBC. You know what I mean? Um. <laughs> Unfortunately, you just, the, you just
1: want the cold hard hard truth.
2: The cold hard straight yeah, From the BBC. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, vainy truth. Um yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's uh and that's I have asked before and I keep on hearing oh, you know, you want to you want to go to BBC and you know, they don't they don't they keep it uh, you know, just straight the facts, straight facts. And the one Monkeys I would
1: like, trust the BBC more than AP news. Yeah. Like, I think these are, these, these organizations are part of a business model, Mm -hmm. like, you know, they're part of a business model where, you know, they're out to like, on average year after year, how are we going to make the most money? Is it by telling the truth as inconvenient as it is all the time, everywhere we see it? Or is it by, you know, like, you know, we need, we kind of need sponsors, you know, we need people to, you know, we need foundations to give us money. Yeah, we need sponsors. We need sponsors. I mean, I'm not even fucking around here. Yeah, this is, this is serious stuff. We need sponsors. You know, like so. Yeah, like, yeah. We'll, yeah, we'll kind of, you know, we'll like, look the other way, or, like soften our language on certain things, or we'll just avoid certain topics because, uh, you know, like Pfizer, you know, they spend a lot of money on ads, you know, and also uh, they rely on other news organizations picking up their stories and paying them. So they need these news organizations like fox news cnn um all of them, all like these all of them they they all use ap news stories they need them to continue being customers and to keep paying them for their news stories and their network and you know if they feel like those guys those big players in the market aren't mm-hmm. really interested in like really hard hitting stuff that kind of f***s up you know the long you know their their marketing strategy and their ad selling strategy for the next 5 years and they're just not going to do it. I'm not saying they're evil, I'm saying it's human nature. So once they get so big, it's like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I could be totally wrong. So uh, I don't do know Chris can do
2: but you know can can BBC get even bigger?
1: Uh according to Pornhub, yes. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. You just have to pay uh-huh. for the premium subscription. <laughs>
2: <laughs> premium BBC. Bigger and better, baby. Bigger and better.
1: Yeah. No, it's
2: like, it's oh. very, it's very, this
1: is, this is, this is kind of the human condition. It's not like good or evil. It's just, it's just, it's how things work and like basic human motivation. Like you're the head no. of AP news. Would you like to continue being the go-to source for the New York times and USA today and LA times and all the major establishment newspapers that, you know, just repeat whatever the government says. Like, would you like them to be a customer, you know, long term mm-hmm. to keep making money? Or would you like them to be on your case all the time because the news stories that your network is giving them are kind of inconvenient?
2: Uh, I know we're wrapping up, but um, Family Three said uh, InfoWars was raking uh, up to, uh, I guess, $800,000 oh, a, oh, a day.
1: That trial is going on now with Alex Jones. Yes. Oh, my yeah. Goodness. What a, what a, what a cartoon of a reality that guy is. I'm yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not even sure if that's good or bad, but just what a, what a nut. What a
2: yes. Yes. That, yeah. that,
1: that could be like another half hour, like that whole situation it, where yeah. he, why is Alec Jones popular? Like he said, Sandy Hook was a hoax.
2: Yeah. He, Holy shit. Wait.
1: Obviously he was wrong. I mean, obviously he's wrong and the parents yeah. are now suing him yes. years, like decade plus later because he said that i get it it it's a dick move but i don't i don't
2: understand the lawsuit
1: yeah yeah just to punish people that make a lot of money by
2: talking shit yeah yeah and because he's got a yeah well there's money i get that i
1: get that aspect of it because maybe he was you know talking a lot of shit and being you know just to make money
2: you know why i i i will watch Mm -hmm. and listen to i just want to watch him talk about flat earths and uh Gay frogs, all all that gay frogs and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: There was a co. I mentioned this to a coworker today, and she was like, "What? I never heard of this guy before." So she went, she searched. Oh no! And she happens to be someone that likes to watch trials
2: Ah, in her free time. Yeah,
1: you know. And uh, so she was like, she came back an hour later. She's like, "I've been watching this," (laughs) and she was like, "This guy's crazy," and she was like laughing. But like, also yeah. disturbed, you know. Like, yes, and I was yeah. like, exactly, exactly. This yeah, guy, like, is a real nut job. But if you yeah. start watching him, it's like there's something, uh, you know, strangely uh, entertaining. Or he, like, yeah,
2: he can be kind of comedic. Um, yeah. and then I he's get, in court on the stand,
1: and he's being the same exact person.
2: Is he? I I just <laughs> found out about the trial today. I didn't. I, I guess it's. What, did it start today?
1: There's a scene. Yeah, there's a scene. Somebody it, it was it's somewhat, it's like half viral. There's a scene today where he's being told in real time in the courtroom that his lawyer like accidentally sent that the other team's lawyer. This is the other team lawyer saying to him, Do you realize that your lawyer sent us like all of your text messages from the last two years?
0: Oh my god, oh, that's right.
1: I'm not even in you know, fucking could be just,
0: Fire that lawyer immediately. Oh no, and,
1: and he's on the stand like oh, 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 oh. I don't even know what yeah. he's doing. Yeah, but he's just like <laughs> oh, he's like exact he's doing exactly what you would think, like a cartoon character, like oh whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and uh and those lawyers obviously have it a you know, like living his dream moment to like, you know, really roast this guy on the stand on TV, you know, live TV. And uh yeah, it's just it's just buffoonery. Again, it adds to like the whole thing. Like, what is what is going on?
2: The the thing I do understand uh, that I, I guess the sort of dangerous part I guess um, is uh, he can reach a lot of people and he can spread some uh, misinformation. Um, so I, I can see that.
1: Yeah. Uh, same goes for a lot of folks.
2: Yeah, oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, speaking of nutty, well, um, you know what?
1: You know what? You know what? To be fair, yeah. When that whole, um, remember the MAGA kid, the Nicholas Sandman thing?
2: Yeah, with the right. name. That whole that whole shit.
1: Not to get into it, but like CNN paid paid out the nose because they said a lot of they talked. They were their hosts were basically oh. talking shit about this kid.
2: <laughs> and and I get it. That for me, yeah, it's like and the kid and, and he won. And
1: they paid a lot of money. Yeah, yeah
2: I'm like good. Uh, I don't know how many millions, but I'm like okay, good. I mean, whatever. You can just walk away. I think it's but, a uh, lot,
1: a lot of millions, and he's not done yet.
2: Well,
1: collecting or not done collecting yet. Yeah.
2: Oh, okay. But I, I think there was some other lawsuit. I think that he was doing and he lost some, um, I don't know. I think there was, he was suing someone else. Yeah. Um, He's got a lot that,
1: more money than he did the day they took a oh, field trip to the capital. Sure.
2: Makes me want to go, <laughs> makes me want to go stand and smile at some old man's, you know, face. Man, that
1: was the craziest. Um, I actually, I remember that. I watched the entire YouTube video of that occurrence and it was Mm -hmm. so like the, that part was the least craziest part
2: because there was a part
1: in the beginning where there were like the black Israelites.
2: Oh yeah, 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 for sure.
1: They were protesting. They were saying some crazy stuff. Oh
2: yeah. I've been to New York. I've seen them.
1: Yeah. And then native Americans came up to them. Native Americans came up to the black Israelites and these guys were saying some real crazy stuff to the native Americans. Like real racist, like Yeah. I mean, like, yeah. just like, just like, what is this? Like a movie? Like,
2: oh, for sure. It's
1: like a crazy racist,
2: like, not just racist. If they, they were see saying a, some
1: really horrible things to them,
2: if they see a gay couple walking down the street, they're going to, they're going to tell yeah. you what they think.
1: And then the i I'm not even sure who was filming. Maybe it was the black Israelites that were filming.
2: Probably the CIA.
1: But this whole video that showed those kids and that old guy, you know, the old Native American vet, yeah. like, whatever, and the confrontation. That was taken by, I think black Israelites and part of that video was them, them putting out a video of themselves, like racially abusing the native Americans in the lead up to the other racial incident. Oh, it's just like,
0: yeah, I'm
1: not, I mean, I, I, I'm telling you, I mean, I guess I was lucky to have the time to do that at that point, but yeah, just that story is insane. Like, in, I I can't, I can't believe that, like, whatever that kid with the MAGA hat and the old Native American dude, like, whatever, if there was any, whatever racial, whatever there was there, like, that was the least of it, of that whole video. Anyway. Yeah. It was a long time ago, but crazy, crazy. But, yeah, hey, man. you know what? Then Alex Jones, he's talking shit. <laughs> you know, somebody's and you're making a lot of money talking shit. Right. Yeah. Just like CNN was doing because they were, you know, just throwing red meat to their audience. Like you're making money talking shit to just, just for the point of making money, then you might have to
2: pay. So, yeah. Also, where do
0: you get your news?
2: Me. Um, Shoot. Um, I do listen to Adam. Um, Whatever pops up on my screen, like literally or YouTube, I watch. Um, and then I, I kind of Google it. I feel like I get it from different sources. Um, everybody gets it.
1: Like there's a little bit, you're talking about, you kind of get your news from the algorithm.
2: Yes. Like whatever
1: your apps and like everybody has that, like you're getting kind of what you're fed.
2: But then usually if I'm like outraged or whatever, I'll, I'll Google it. Cause I, even with Chris sometimes, or with you guys, I will send Chris, sometimes I'll send you guys maybe two or three articles. That way you guys don't think like I'm an idiot and I'm just sending you the first, you know, Fox News article or the first MSN article. I'll try and look for um, I usually try and look for two to three articles that give me the same pretty much the same information as the other one. Um, if I'm going to share something, but I really don't um, I don't really watch. I just get it from the algorithm. Yeah, I'll, I'll get it from Twitter sometimes. Um, I don't like. um. I don't like Chris says, I don't like any uh, news source patronizing me and using these adjectives, uh, even in the headline, um, you know, uh, horrific language spewed at whatever. And then and I read the language is like, you let me decide if it's horrific. Right. Or and now if it's a train uh, derailment. okay, it's horrific. We get it. People died. But don't tell me this is, uh, you know, uh, whatever, intolerant rant. Let me decide for myself if if this is intolerant or maybe someone gave me a different point of view or oh I like uh, I like pancakes oh this guy likes waffles oh oh so you mean you hate uh, waffles no 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 I just like pancakes better that sort and of fuck thing fuck
0: all that it's all about French toast in this house bitch. Well, there you
2: go exactly see um, so I don't get my news anymore uh, from an actual news source to be honest with you. But if I can, like, like you said, if I can find one without like a, a slant as much as possible, I'll check. it. Like, I just want the facts. Give me um, person A did did B, person C did this, and um, let me let me decide if it's p- terrible. How about that? Don't tell me if it's terrible. I'm gonna decide if it's terrible.
1: Yeah. <laughs> you so. know, there's there's just I mean, I'm okay with listening to people that have a political bent. Also, if I know, sure, yeah. Them. But let me know. I think it's like you know it's important to listen listen to those people over time, Mm -hmm. right? Like don't listen to Adam Carolla what he said about COVID rules. Listen to what he's been like for the last 15, 20 years. You know what I mean? Like and then take it in context. Yeah. Um. But now like kind of know their point of view. Sure. You know. So I do think it's important to like. I understand people that have been watching the same news show like trust Anderson Cooper because. Mm Whatever, you know, his track record is like you have a you feel like you have a good understanding of like this guy's like
2: trajectory or like, you know, like his, I, I his to, point
1: of view. So you feel like if he says something, you can kind of balance that with what he's been saying for the last 20 years.
2: It's Here's an example. Every time I would uh, have uh, Lou, Lou Dobbs on, on the TV, on the channel, and then I, every time he would mention China, he would say uh, communist China in communist China today, communist China. I We get it. Mm-hmm. We, we get it you don't have to just say china china the country of china yeah, yeah, yeah. um i don't like you don't
1: I, need- I was okay with lou Dobbs. i mean he's like anybody that's on tv for that long they're playing a game uh, at, yeah that you should you know be just be wary of but but like lou Dobbs is a good good example because he's someone that has kind of a re- like he's got a fixation on like illegal immigration oh
2: that's what i was yeah you know I mean? thank, thank a, you yes like he's
1: really fixated on that oh. so you can, when he starts kind of going off about it you kind of yeah. have to like temper it down a little bit because this guy
2: yes you know <laughs> it's a passion
1: and if like and he's, and and he's, he's married to a mexican time, woman i think at the same time this is relevant to what's happened like this last few days if john stewart is putting out a facebook video with an impassioned play about how cruel the republicans are Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of what he's been saying for the last twenty five years. So it's like, you know, all right, buddy, this this yeah. sounds like what you've been saying for a long time. This is like part Someone's of your
0: thing. This
1: is part of your thing. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it seems like every time you have an impassioned plea, it's always about this group of people being cruel and terrible. So there's a pattern. So it's like just take that into consideration. He's not. Maybe he's not wrong. Mm-hmm. But if his story, if if his story and his POV is the same, you know, like there's someone else that th- has a different take on it, you know?
2: So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, John Stuart right now. He's uh, right. For many years, he's been trying to fight for the nine 11, uh, you know, victims, right. And the firefighters and first responders and everything. Now, if he's honestly doing that, whether the people that died were Republicans or Democrats or whatever in the middle, then, Go for it now. If you're gonna start throwing in your own, you know, uh, again your own kind of thing in there, then I'm gonna stop listening because now I'm I'm hearing, I don't know your your point of view instead of uh, protecting these people that you want to, you know, fight for.
1: I at one point was a huge fan of John Stewart. Not a same big. Not a big fan anymore. But I, I get it. I mean, I, I um, I think I can also admit of his value to our society. You know, and yeah, like yeah. kind of like yeah. the uh, whatever it is, whether his like his message is always kind of anti or like we always did wrong somehow or like, you know, yeah, I mean, that's, that's okay. you yeah. know, Like he's kind of kind of a value, like a, I don't know, just a part of our culture. So like in one way, like on the micro, he's like really focused on this cause. Like this is his cause for whatever reason, just like what he's attached himself to Uh all good on the micro Mm -hmm. on the macro he's also created this environment where anybody that kind of is somewhat conservative or religious you know it's like a buffoon like he's created this he's he's also been had a large hand in like creating this environment of left versus right sure yeah you know and like all the christians are stupid and you know like all republicans are cruel and don't care about anybody and it's the fuck ever man you've you've been around long enough to where you've met enough people to you realize that like like the people that vote r or d like both like love their kids their communities their families their you know neighbors like anybody else so it's like i don't know john stewart's a divider in in my eyes you You know know who i prefer and then he wonders why we're divided
2: yeah well i prefer him than uh, someone like trevor noah for the the fact that um, at least John Stewart is American and can speak about our country here, and not some guy that grew up somewhere else, and I'm like, dude, oh, yeah. focus on your yeah. stuff somewhere else. Honestly, I'm going to start I sounding think, like a I mean, Fox in, News guy, but you know, but <laughs> credit to,
1: credit to John Stewart. I don't think that I mean I'm giving him praises, you know, um, but you know, like I don't think Trevor Noah like deserves to be in the same conversation as him. You know, like, even though he replaced him on the show, I think Trevor Noah has been exposed for being a complete fucking phony. Like, there's one thing that just having, like, mixed messages, like, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, but yeah, he's been a a complete phony. Like, he's been caught like, flipping on issues, like, overnight, like, where, like, you know, this person, like, this person he likes is not a racist for saying this word. And then this person he doesn't like is a racist for saying the same word. It's like, you know. He's a he's a phony.
2: Yeah. So so I prefer Jon Stewart over that. <laughs> um, I, I'd rather, you know, so I'd do rather, millions
1: of Americans that stop watching that don't watch. Oh, the yeah. Show.
2: Right. I'd rather have an American guy that grew up here and knows the country and talk, can I, I'd rather have you criticize stuff that you grew up around than some other guy that can criticize his own country, Um, you know, about other things that grow up some, you know, where you grew up. I, I don't or yeah, I'd rather hear these guys here. Because you know those, more
1: those comedy guys we we're, oh, we're almost done. those comedy guys are kind of tricky too because you never know like what's it and what's their writers. Like I think John Stewart was much more of a the thought leader at Daily Show when he was there. I think Trevor Noah is on a team of writers and he's the guy that just says the stuff
2: on camera. Mm-hmm. Sure, yeah.
1: And there's a team of writers that are like, we should make a Trump you know hair joke today yeah, or, you yeah. Know, we should you know like joke about how cruel Republicans are. Cause that kind of fits the, you know, like our whole narrative or whatever. I don't know. Oh, important. I mean, I watched all those guys like Bill Moore John Stewart, those guys like that, you know, kind yeah. of are saying things now that have some people on the right side, like clapping. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just looking at these people clapping, like, this dude's been fucking yeah. hate, hating on you for 10 yeah, years. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like all of dude, a sudden nope. he's
1: saying things like, uh, maybe school choice is a good idea. And you're just like, you want to get down on your knees.
2: Yeah. Man. And he's like, oh, he's, oh, he's our new conservative leader. No, no, don't, no, don't be fooled either.
1: I'll wrap up with this and I'll stop talking. But, you know, the theme for me is like how weird it is you get conditioned that. You know, you they you you have something taken away from you, taken away from you, and you get a little bit back, and you've been conditioned to be so thankful for a little bit back. You know, that's weird, weird to me.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: Like you, you shouldn't be thank- you shouldn't be thanking the government for your tax rebate. It's like no, no, that was your money,
0: right?
1: You know, you should be thankful for the government when they drop charges for that bodega clerk that defended himself
2: oh, yeah, yeah you should
1: be rip shit pissed that he was in jail in the first place you know yeah you shouldn't be like oh thank you good job the system worked Ooh. oh oh well, no did no, you... no 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 didn't
2: i well yeah it was uh it was was he like an italian guy or something like it was he of color i don't know not that it matters but did you see the the 80 year old guy um, just a couple of days ago that shot its oh, yeah. shotgun yeah. yeah and then Is these that riverside
1: guys, riverside county california yeah
2: and he goes oh he shot my arm off i'm oh, oh shit. i was so i i saw that video on repeat that was like yeah 10 yeah. times
1: the algorithm knows yeah i mean i'm sure the algorithm was just like chris chris has to see this video yeah he has to see this video of this old man shooting the.
2: the- oh there's different <laughs> angles also yeah,
1: yeah that that was in my feed you know minutes after i woke up Yeah, Yeah, man. These like four dudes got out of a stolen car with AR-15s. One of them walked into the convenience store in Riverside, California. And the clerk who owns the store since 1960-something had seen them back up.
2: Yes. On on the side
1: of the store.
2: On a CCTV.
1: So he was like, well, that's odd. So he had a shotgun out.
2: Yeah. He was ready. (laughs) Waiting.
1: This dude comes in like lifts his weapon, you know, like, you know, like raises the air 15 points at him and just gets blasted with a shotgun.
2: Yeah. Unfortunately, I I also read that he had a heart attack uh, after after that same day after that. I'm sure he's, the stress got to him, but he's better now. He's, he was uh, back at work. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. I don't know. I like to think I could have a heart attack and be back at work the next day, but I'm thinking <laughs> that his his lawyers were like, just let's say you had a heart attack cuz yeah i mean you know oh, the next the next step is those four you know criminals are going to sue him for violating yeah. their civil rights
2: uh, but, yeah it's like those uh, you know home Guar- uh, i
1: guarantee it I'll, yeah. I'll i'll be watching for it when they try to sue this old man sure
2: yeah <laughs> it's like the burglar who tries to sue yeah, the homeowner for yeah. getting stuck in the chimney like yeah. uh, in you know gremlins
1: yeah. So the, his lawyers were like, just to top it off, to make sure your public opinion is squarely behind you. Let's say you had a heart attack because a heart attack could be there's ranges. Yeah. Like a mild, you know, like some kind of irregular heartbeat, you know, something. I don't know. Sure. Anyway, but yeah, more, uh, good job to the guy. Yeah. It's pretty funny, yeah. but. At the same time, it's like now burglars are bringing AR 15s to convenience stores. <laughs> it's like fucking heat at 7 Eleven. You know, yeah. it's like, yeah, yeah. overkill, man. This is not a bank. But, yeah. you know, that's how things escalate, I guess. Uh,
2: unfortunately, these old guys are going to have to just start fighting back, like, like this guy.
1: Next thing you know, it's going to be a team of professional criminals with automatic weapons, you know, stealing an armored truck just to knock off for your local 7 <laughs> Eleven. <laughs>
2: yeah.
1: Just to get some free scratch offs.
2: Well, speaking of stores, I I went to this uh, local toy store uh, near where I work, and they sell comic books as well. And I was walking by one of the, um, you know, thank uh, God shelves.
1: Thanks, Rob went to an adult toy store.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that one's a few blocks away. You know, I was, I was, I was looking around. Longer walk. I was on my lunch break and then I Grubby! see Robbie. <laughs> no, there there is a good vibrations nearby. graphic graphic comic book. Yeah. So I see this um this comic book in this on display. It was Wolverine number 1 um I think from 1980 and it was like 500 bucks and but in my head I'm like I'm surprised none of these guys that walk in and steal stuff hasn't co- come in and t- I don't know I you know that's valuable too. <laughs> Don't give them well, ideas, thank God, God that I, I know. Don't give them ideas. I, I know. I know. But uh, I'm glad.
1: <laughs> it's good that comic book collectors, enthusiasts, yeah, are yes, enthusiasts, mostly anti crime. You know what I mean? Because yeah. most, for the most part, it's not like comic books about people that get away with crime. It's like superheroes that stop crime.
2: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, we need more people like Homelander, mm-hmm. right? Yeah,
1: true American hero. <laughs>
2: Yeah, to bring it back. To bring it back.
1: True American corporate hero. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I haven't watched. I haven't watched the new season, so it's been a little while since I watched Homelander.
2: Ah, okay.
1: But yeah, remember the you know there's a lot of, you know, strange social commentary. I think. Yes. About government and yeah, you know, corporations and the partnership. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I'm done talking. Yeah. <clears> Robbie,
0: <throat> tell the people how to reach us.
1: Man, he's <laughs> done with me talking.
0: <laughs> no, I just want—I just was looking for a decent place where I could tell Robin to get into the plugs.
2: All right, everybody. So we thank everybody for uh, watching and listening. First of all, if you're watching live, you're watching us on YouTube. So just search "Endless Ranters" and go ahead and click on that subscribe button and like all our videos, watch all our videos, um, and go ahead and follow us on social media. Uh, if you want to follow us on Instagram. The handle is at Endless Ranchers Podcast at Endless Ranchers Podcast. If you want to check us out on Twitter, it is just at Endless Ranchers. If you want to join our Facebook group, we, uh, you know, share memes and have conversations and all that good stuff throughout the week. We, uh, yeah, search the Endless Ranchers Podcast on there. There's a couple of questions. And as long as we know you're not bots, we'll let you in.
0: <laughs> okay, bro.
2: All right, okay, bro. And if you want to uh you want to follow uh, Chris on Twitter, just uh search at grateful red one. That's the number one. Grateful red one. So check him out. And if you want to follow Mo Man, Manny Mo Man on uh Instagram and Twitter and the podcast as well, just search how we figure one word, how we figure. If you want to follow me, uh, especially on Instagram, I like doing the whole memes and all that stuff, but I'm all over social media. Just follow me at Robbie Spotlight, Robbie Spotlight. Check me out. And if you know anybody that might want to be on the show or anybody fun, anybody uh, interesting, you know, send them uh, my way and we'll we'll book them. And uh, that's it, guys. Thanks for watching, listening and subscribing.
0: We may be having some impromptu Saturday get togethers or shows. So that's right.
2: Yeah, yeah, that's right. We were talking about that today.
1: And thank you, Robbie, for saying all those words. Absolutely. But yeah, we're talking about that today. It's maybe some like weekend evening shows here and there. Just trying to get a little bit more. We'll see. We'll see.
0: Just maybe we'll do things. some live reactions of, of Robbie listening to the Grateful Dead.
1: Yeah. It's like, it's like. do y'all want to listen to the crazy things we have to say? Or you want us to tell them to our friends and kids? You know? We're doing to, a yeah. service here. Yeah anyway yeah. so we'll we'll hang out a little bit after the the wrap but uh really appreciate everybody hanging in there uh remember to like subscribe smash stuff you know in whatever order smash
2: the button smash your ladies do it, wh- whatever you got to do mm-hmm. everybody get it on get, it, get on. it on sebastian probably looks hot from behind yeah.